Welcome to Generally Specific, the podcast that talks to inspiring people about the things that inspire them. I'm Anthony Cosme, alongside my co-host, Andre Dowdy. Andre, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Can't yeah. complain. And uh, according to our next guest, he's got his own video store. While the brick-and-mortar model has gone and went, Mike Weir continues to bring visuals to our doorsteps as a director of photography for Pro Love Visuals. The Five Towns graduate. You are a graduate of Five Towns? I did cool. graduate from Five Towns. Wonderful. So the Five Towns graduate has been behind the camera for a plethora of music videos, commercials, shorts, and features, and he now joins us behind the mic at the Wave Cave Studios. Mike Weir, welcome. Bless. My guy, my guy, <laughs> all of that. Yo, that intro is crazy. Thank you, man. I've been trying. Andre Yo. has the sickest intros in the game right now. They're all. I wasn't ready for that. I was like, oh shit, that's me. He doesn't <laughs> tell me them, and then when we start, I'm just like, you're gonna make me look like that after I just said all that. Come on, man. God, you were the energy, and I just I'm here to match. I bring the energy. That's you what I do. do. Always do. Mike, what's good? I'm chilling, man. How y'all? Doing good. Doing yeah. good. It's a warm day here in Bushwick. It is yeah. very warm. It is 60 in January. Yeah, yeah, things are happening. Terrifying. Yeah, really scary stuff. Um, so, Mike, on Instagram, you've recently uh, been very vocal about your love for film. Uh, let's just say photography. Not actual stills, but moving images. Word. How did you get hip to that? Because it's mad expensive. <laughs> it is not expensive. Um, as in like film, film photography, film recording on film, as in like actual film or like film to medium. No, um, film. It's so so re- recording video on film. On so moving film. images. Yeah. So so. Am I? Am I? <laughs> analog. Yeah. Analog. Yes. Right. Yes. Right, How cool, did you cool, get cool, it to cool, analog? Cool. All right. Great. Great. Yeah, great. Cool. Just, just want to understand. Um, <laughs> word. Uh, my bro Testa is really, um, really the pusher for that. Yeah. Because you guys shoot a lot. You guys are obviously both part of Pro Love. Yeah. Not obviously. Like there's but, Pro Love, and then there's like Six Sense. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like usually in Six Sense, like that's like my friend John Testa's like thing. And uh, he loves to shoot on film, loves it. So he just spends his money on it. Damn. He spends his money on it. And he lets me shoot on it. So, I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm just like the alley you need. Exactly. So uh, that's really the main thing, just working with him. Uh, that just gives me the option. Really? Yeah. Do you think it was like a, a stylistic choice for you? Or is it more like, oh, this is the way that this other person works. And now I'm doing this too. Well, it just feels better. I hear that. Yeah, mm. it, feel, it feels better. Like it's way harder to do. It's oh, yeah. so hard. Like, so t- talk about that a little bit, because like I like I understand how difficult it can be because mm-hmm. you fuck it up once, you fuck it up forever. Yeah, that's it. But like, how how like can you go into the process like even loading it? Like, okay, bet. Yeah. So just, boom. <laughs> I don't even know how to load this shit. Where? <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's go. Test to be loading that shit. I'm like, yo, it's your project, bro. I'm not, I'm not fucking this shit. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I can do all the all the shooting, but I'm not loading that shit. Like, that's a dub. Money, but yeah. Well so he'll load it. But other than that, like, uh, when shooting on film, there's definitely like a different approach. Like, as far as like digital goes, like usually if we're shooting on digital, like me we can go outside right now and shoot something on digital. That's true. You know, yeah. like we don't even have to think about it. I'll be like, right. yo, I got my camera in the car right now. Let's go do it. Right. But on film, it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> because this hundred foot roll of, uh, 500 T or something like that mm-hmm. costs $400. What are we doing with that? Oof. And that's just to buy it. You know, right. and then just and then to get it processed, that's like another four hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we we were Andre and I off mic. We're talking about film before and how we were speculating because <laughs> it's, yeah. it's expensive. That shit is not cheap. Bro. Yeah, it's not expensive. So. I have we I have like film shops in terms of like photography, mm-hmm. but it, in terms of video, there I know nothing it's about. So it. much more expensive. I believe it. It's so much more expensive. Like, um. Rehearsals play a big part into it, right? Oh. Like as far as like uh, film projects, anyway, like mm-hmm. uh, like short films or something like that. Like we rehearse the hell out of the scene before we shoot it. It's like ten rehearsals to really figure it out in one take. Yeah, you know, that's true. Yeah, you've yeah. only got so much, you know, feet to run yeah, with. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, yeah, even as a photographer, like I, I get what you you mean because it's like 
I have now talking like 30, 35 millimeter film. It's like, yeah. mm-hmm. okay, I have 24, 36 exposures to on this one roll that right. I'm going to have to pay someone to process mm-hmm. so that I can scan it so that I can do something with it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it makes you that much more selective with exactly. what you're choosing to document or record. Yeah, yeah. You have to be so much more decisive. Yeah, the yeah. decisive moment. Yeah. Yeah, I will bring it back. <laughs> oh, he caught the April The ever-elusive decisive moment. Man. Yeah. Like, rehearsals are interesting, too. Because, like, I feel like, for yeah, for digital, yeah, it changes your approach so much. Because, like, I feel like with digital, you are rehearsing as you shoot mm-hmm. until you get exactly what you want. Right. But with that, like... What do you prefer? Do you prefer to, in, in terms of that process, like working with actors, do you prefer to, and I don't know if you've been directing as much, but like as a shooter, knowing like what the product's going to be, would you prefer to rehearse a lot beforehand so that the shooting's easier or like figure it out as you go? Uh, well, I definitely like to know more before we shoot. So like I do like to rehearse a lot because then like when it's finally time to take the take, it's like it feels very intentional. And, like, intent is, like, something I definitely need to shoot anything. Mm. Uh, But at the same, in the same aspect, or I don't know what I'm trying to say there, but Mm. as far as digital goes, like, there's something free about just being able to shoot, Mm. you know? Yeah. Just, like, I don't know, you you figure something different out when you're just shooting. Yeah, I guess, like, I mean, of course the barrier for entry is much lower um, than it has ever has been. And it, it... it's it's a way to like get your chops or like get your bearings and then if you ever move into like a film realm even in photography like you've you've you have to move with intention because you're like i have 24 to 36 to 12 depending on what kind yeah, you're shooting 120 yeah. uh, on a wide format you can get eight rolls yeah. i mean eight mm-hmm. images per roll which yeah, is yeah. you gotta you gotta yeah it's <laughs> nothing i could sh- on digital like you can shoot eight photos in what like a second yeah, yeah. you yeah. know like mm-hmm. it's And I think that comes back to um, how I feel that everything is becoming more disposable and like a a picture is not what it used to be. Not at all. You know what? Now, funny you say that, too. Um, You know, as a director of photography um, and as like a casual one myself, like I've always had like a weird relationship to music videos Mm -hmm. like they used to serve a very big purpose, you know, when MTV was a thing and people used to watch television and get their music that way. Yeah. Now I've, I've switched modes of thinking and that music videos serve more of the purpose of the filmmakers than it does the musicians. Mm. Cause I feel like it's a place to like cut your teeth. Right. You know, like, I, I don't know if you feel the same way. Like what's your I, relationship? I, I, I kind of agree with you. Cause like, yeah. there's like, where else are you going to have like, kind of this free range to do something super abstract that doesn't mm-hmm. have like crazy meaning to yeah. it. Not, like, yeah, not right. meaning. No, like, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Cause like, yeah. if you're going to do that, like there needs to be a reason, Yeah, you know, unless, but cause then it might come across like you just wasting my time. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, and then like, in, in terms of like a progression, like I would say that, that there's the music video, maybe a commercial short, feature right and then you're good to go <laughs> this has been andre's <laughs> andre's film academy yeah <laughs> yo thanks for coming to my master class he's like you get paid <laughs> you find a homie who needs a music video shoot it but no, I'm, no for real do that oh yeah find a homie who needs a music video and keep shooting with them yeah yeah i think that's my mode this this year it's my mode of operating like i have a, a bunch of musical friends that i think getting into that mode or like hey you need a video i got you i'm yeah. oh, sorry what were you gonna oh, say? i was just gonna say it just gives you uh it just gives you like different people to work with and helps you like develop your style like figure out like what you really like want to do when it comes time for like your own project per se yeah you know yeah most definitely i mean do you guys do you guys want to talk a little bit about um like 2020 yeah let's Art. let's what's what's moving in 2020 yeah i think i think yeah we can ask Twenty. Yeah, Mike. How about you start with you, our guest? What do you think? How are the Roaring Twenties welcoming you? <laughs> I hated that. Thing um, so much. Yeah, so it's bad. I was like, "Where's this Roaring Twenties shit coming from?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah." It took me a while too, and I'm like, "Oh shit, okay, yeah. I get it." 
you know, being black, going back in time for black people is never a good thing. Mm. <laughs> black Americans. So mm. I was like, why do I want to go back to 1920? Mm. Yeah, right. Like, Harlem Renaissance. Mm. Cool. Uh, <laughs> that was cool. I wrote a paper about it in like seventh grade. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So what's yeah. good for you? 2020. Uh, 2020 is cool. Yeah. 2020 I mean, cool. for me, it's a, it's a year of nice po- positive manifestations. Yeah. I feel like I've been sabotaging myself by, uh, you know, not, um, feeling i'm gonna jinx myself by speaking positively Mm. so in 2020 i'm trying to speak more positively as a whole and manifest more things for myself right right right. that is the plan you know i feel the same way about 2020 um before i was saying that i'm trying to be the illest nigga by the end (laughs) (laughs) i have a reminder in my phone that reminds me every day that i'm the illest nigga i can show it to y'all please <laughs> you know what's funny it's like i was like hey siri remind me every day that i'm the illest nigga and she was like i will now remind you that you're ellis nigga every day. <laughs> and i was like no way that's a real name you feel me <laughs> that's wild so i looked him up that's the end of that <laughs> I looked him up I was like nah bump that <laughs> I'm still the illest nigga though me, so. so so I know you've been doing a little bit of uh, writing too so you've got like a personal project you, you're trying to manifest too mm-hmm. anything um, outside of you know the, the work that you will acquire anything like super personal that you want to get out the way this year uh, I really want to I've been working towards becoming like a director Cool. You feel Ooh, me? Nice. Yeah, like I was, I was playing the DP role for like a long, long, long time. You feel me? Like since the beginning of my like filmmaking journey, I was like mm-hmm. DP, 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 DP. Mm. But all the projects I've been doing up until this point, like I've had to be the DP plus the director. Yeah, right. You know, for like everything, because just like I'm not on anything like crazy big or anything mm-hmm. like that. You know, it's just like personal projects with the homies trying to get on. Yeah. You know, so with that. With that being said, it's just like you gotta fill like so many roles like by yourself. Like sometimes I'm just on set like by myself, like mm, no yeah. crew. Like it's literally. It, right. I I wish there was a picture of me, but like I remember one time I'm doing like this overhead bed shot, and I'm holding the camera in one hand on the tripod, and I'm holding the boom mic in the other hand, <laughs> and I got like th- these headphones on. You feel me? Like okay, now you gotta say like this uh, a little bit more like that. Like you feel me? Like it's crazy. It's- um, it's crazy how that line can can blur at some of these these projects when we're trying to like you know dig our dig our heels in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I find that a lot of the people that work in the creative industry that I talk to are, are are feeling the same way, where they have this like, oh no, I have to do, I have to art direct, and I have yeah. to also shoot the photos, and yeah. I also have to make the design. Oh yeah, also got to do like the campaign, the layout. And, make an email and and all this kind of stuff so it's Sanding. like yeah it, it's crazy we're all these multi-hyphenate multi-hyphenate motherfuckers you know to, what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah people spend their whole lives trying to perfect this one thing and we got to perfect all of them yeah uh, not perfect no you know you like, know just do what we can yeah the jack of all trades is becoming increasingly more valuable i think it's yeah. so weird it's such a weird thing too because like in film like you don't do that you know, no. as far as I understand, like you get into a, like a union or you find yeah. your position and you do that. And yeah. then like you can switch, but it's not like, yeah, go do these three things because like we need it. Like if you're going to be the DP, you're the DP that day. Like, exactly. You're not, you're not going to be the best boy. You're not going to run crafty because that's just yeah. that's a whole different thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you, you do that one thing and you do it and you do it and you do it. And whether you get good or not is one thing. But like. That's your job for the day. Yeah. And it's and like, if you touch anything else, they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, that's yeah. mine. That's my water bottle that I put <laughs> yeah. on set that day. That's Don't my one thing it. today. Yeah. Like, Don't that's touch my, my one thing. That's what it feels like, too. And that's like, like my love hate relationship with film. It's like, hurry up and wait. So everyone gets there, does what they have to do. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Action for like 30 seconds, sit back. All right. Cool. Watch it. Okay. Actors' notes. Yeah, right. Okay, right. Cool. Right. Okay. All right. Let's do it again. <laughs> all right cool okay cool and then that's like that's 10 hours which yeah. is wild easily it's a confusing time i think because it's like i mean i have very very little art school experience mm-hmm. uh I, I dropped out of college like twice Good uh, for you. yeah oh. <laughs> um, it's not for everybody 
No, I hated it. it. Not. I hated it a lot. But um, everything I did learn was like pick a lane, pick a lane, yeah. and stay in that lane. Yeah. And that's like one of the hardest things I've had to deal with is and still dealing with is picking a lane. Yeah. Because it, it, you know, a lot of people will will tell you you have to. I don't necessarily think that's true at all anymore. I agree. Um, but it's it's something that has been drilled into my head by like professors and stuff like that is like find what you do well and then do it forever yeah it's like what if i want to mature as a person as an artist as exactly. a as a working professional like i don't know i think that's an ever evolving thing yeah yeah it's you know it's funny coming like i'm being on the other side of that now yeah um working in a school like i'll the professor <laughs> yeah i guess notes from the professor <laughs> uh you know some people will, will ask me like point blank like should i go to grad school i'm like what are you no. going what are you going for is my question. Word. Like, do you like the school system? Because that's a big thing. Like, if you yeah. function well in school, go ahead. If you need it to do... To, to motivate to, you. Yeah, yeah. Like, some people need that structure in their lives. Yeah. You know? And, like, being around... And then maybe it's the, the, the environment, too. Like, the community. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. if you're going to a place where there's extremely creative people around you who all want to do the same thing... Then go go to school because you'll build your network that way as opposed to having to go out and work and work and hope that your network comes from there. Right. And then there are some people who are just great on their own. Like, yeah. all right, this is what I have to do. Cool. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. If it's good or not, like, I'll learn from that and then keep moving yeah. and then keep it pushing. So, like, how was your experience at Five Towns? Was it, was it, I don't know. What was it like? I'm curious. <laughs> Five Towns is great, honestly. It was great because I didn't know anything about filmmaking. Okay, so before I went to school, you were you know? fresh. Yeah, I did. I just was like, I decided I wanted to do filmmaking like probably like three months prior to going there, or wow. like, like very recently yeah. before going there. You know, wow. like I was like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna do filmmaking. Cool. Cause like I was just like writing little scripts here and there, and doing that with my like friends for like a long, long time. I just didn't know that like it was filmmaking. We we're just doing it for fun, and I was yeah. like, oh shit, that's a job. <laughs> so i'm gonna go do that you know like all right cool i'm gonna go to school and like learn whatever and then mm-hmm. just going there like i learned i learned i feel like i learned like everything to get started yeah, right i definitely right. didn't learn like now that i'm out here i'm like oh shit there's so much i didn't learn but That's yeah definitely fun. enough to get started definitely enough to like make my own projects cool. for sure yeah um I met like all my film friends there like yeah. other people who want to make films you know i still work with them to this day so yeah, going to film school was worked for me. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's such a subjective thing too. Yeah, it's, you know, everyone's got their path, and it's great when it works out, though. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I visited Five Towns like a few times. Cause I was thinking about going there, and and every time I went there, I got like nothing but like a good energy from it. Like everything felt good. Mm-hmm. I've been there a few times since. I I played drums on the studio in, 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 nice. in one of them nice. for yeah. my friends like final or something like that. Nice. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of just like random things. In looking through your work, uh, before you did a video for the Ferndales, yes, yeah, I I was in an art show in a backyard that they played at. Nice. <laughs> so it's just like a nice, little fun nice. Long was Island crossover there. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. oh. all them, right? Yeah, yeah, they're they're great. They have oh, a really yeah. cool sound. Um, yeah, I hadn't heard them before, and then like we were all just kind of like sitting around this pool, and this just like wave of music hit. Mm-hmm. And they they have such an interesting sound. Oh, they're very, super cool. Yeah, like kind of shoegazy, but in a, in a in a fun little way. I remember you going to that or seeing like Instagram videos of you around this pool, and I'm like, yeah, because huh. you bailed. Cause oh, you, I was supposed to come to that because you didn't come. I was supposed to come to that. <laughs> yeah, oh, <man. laughs> support your support your good pal Anthony. John Cosby, AJC. That's Whoops. me. My bad, bro. <laughs> um, how has your relationship to film changed since you discovered how it works, how the machinations behind it work? Hmm. Like, do you still go out to the theater and watch things? Are you able to do that? I'm All the time. Okay, cool. I feel like, well, I think at a certain point, like, I, I feel like at some point last year, I stopped, like, for a while because, like, I was tired of, like, dissecting everything. Mm. But... Now that I'm trying to get in my director bag, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I need to understand why people go to the movies to watch these movies. Because, like, ultimately, I want to make movies that make people want to go to the movies. Yeah. You know? That's wild. I, I've, I've been talking to a couple of my friends, and they're like, 
yo, pass the link to that. I'm like, go see it in the theater, yeah, chief. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a exactly. whole experience. Yeah. So support filmmaking too. I mean, exactly. You know, there's a lot of money surrounding these big, a lot of these big pictures, but yeah. support support these filmmakers. Yeah, They're doing yeah. what they love. Exactly. It's so weird too. It's like, like, well, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I was like, it's like going to the show for your homie. Yeah, you want to yeah. go like you. If I if I make music, I want you to pull up to the show. Yeah, I'm experience the music. Yeah, you feel me. Don't just listen to it. Right. Uh, even yeah. And now like the way you listen to it is different now. Like you're not yeah. putting money in my pocket by listening to it on Spotify. Yeah. You might be, but it might take you or take you know. It's gonna me. take like a hundred of y'all to listen to this a thousand <laughs> yeah. times for me to make like a dollar. Exactly. Or something like that. Right. Yeah. So it's it's such a it's weird like space to be in, especially now that like movies are so expensive mm-hmm. and like popcorn's expensive and like they're trying to like theater owners are trying to find different ways to keep people in the theater so like yeah. they'll do like cinema 4dx and like the, the chairs will move i saw avengers endgame in like a 4dx experience mm-hmm. and like so like there's a scene where like you take off in a spaceship and like the seat like lines Whoa. back uh, and then the little air jets come out i'm like yo this is extra bro okay yo. i'm just trying to enjoy this movie. <laughs> yeah that's a lot that's a whole lot water jets coming to show yeah. like yo it's actually raining in here yeah like leave that on the screen yeah yeah you know? it's such a ah, uh, leave it on the screen y'all see 1917 no not, not yet. yet should we talk as three people who haven't seen 1917 about 1917 yeah let's do <laughs> it let's do it let's do it yeah. I, I saw some video on twitter uh earlier today about like it, it was showing the behind the scenes mm-hmm. of one of these takes mm-hmm. and the holy shit how do you feel about single takes single takes like long takes yeah long yeah, takes. yeah. as long as it works you know <laughs> like as long as it works like uh-huh. i know like let me think i like this birdman i like birdman when it came out yeah, yeah. Birdman i was, was also a budding filmmaker when it came out so you feel True. me Every budding filmmaker like Birdman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a good movie. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But also, it has that gimmick. Yeah, to it. You're like it has the gimmick. But but like the whole movie, like it wasn't. Uh, none of the shots weren't intentional. You know, right? Everything filled something. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. So as long as it fills it in and it drives the story, then cool. Yeah. yeah. I, in this one particular scene that that I'd seen, it was just this uh, like a long scene of this guy running through like trench warfare looking thing mm-hmm. and they had like this drone shot from from out from outside that was just like all these explosions happening and all these extras like sprinting past this guy mm-hmm. and this big rig in the back of a pickup truck and it was the coolest looking shit I've ever seen. Yo, Roger Deakins. Yeah, it was beautiful. The yeah. goat. The goat. Literally yeah. the goat. I'm so like in your list too and we'll get to your list on the second half. Oh, I, in your list I'm like I recognize some shooters what? in there. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Roger Deakins is one guy. What else did he do? I'm so bad at this stuff. He did um uh, what, uh, what is th- what is that movie called? He did. Uh, There's one. Is it Blade Runner? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. That's what I was thinking of. Okay. Go. Like yeah. It's like Roger Deakins. He's like, he's like, a DP for filmmakers. Like yeah. Like he's like he's like the movie himself almost. Yeah. Like I'll go watch a movie just because he did it. That's cool. Yeah. Like like, like Blade Runner was like the story was good. Yeah. But like visuals though the visual i like the way the blade runner is made way better than i like the actual movie of yeah like the, the content of the movie is it's wild. fine it's whatever mm-hmm. but like ryan gosling's in a, like a <laughs> haze of orange shit like damn, yeah that was sick Fuck looking like up. long island city <laughs> on a rainy <laughs> foggy night yeah basically yeah man i hate long island city <laughs> yeah me I too i work there and i hate oh, it man it's so weird it's it's yeah. weird you know what's funny my school might be moving out there Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> we both had the same reaction. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> it's cool, but it's just this like it's weird. It's a big hub of a city, and then directly next to it, that's still in it, is like Ravenswood and Queensbridge yeah. housing, and like oh yeah, all that true. stuff. It's not. It's not good. Like every time I go out there, there's it feels like a ghost town. It is a ghost town. Weird. There's like I work, so I work uh, in between Ravenswood and Queensbridge projects. Mm-hmm. So it's just like there's nothing around. There's nothing to do. I get out of work and I'm like, all right, I guess I'm just gonna yeah, I'm like drive, get in my car in this barren wasteland yeah. and drive back to is this to your Brooklyn. city? Like- yeah. <laughs> I gotta go over that Pulaski Bridge <laughs> and then I'm oh. back into yeah, it's, you know some good new, some good old New York City topical. Bird. Yeah, mm. that's um, a good bridge. It's pretty. What's your favorite film, man? Shit. <laughs> 
The ill-fated right question. Now. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Yeah, well, yeah, what's what's been resonating with you right now? I watched Honey Boy recently. Oh. That was really good. Oh, I want to see it. So Yo, it's really good. Amazon, right? Did you see it on Amazon? I went to the movie theater and went Ooh, to go nice. watch it. Yeah, I have AMC Movie Pass. So, oh, you do? Oh, hell yeah, Stubbs, baby. As soon as, I, as soon as they were like, because I had Movie Pass, like the Movie yeah, Pass, yeah, movie yeah. Pass. yeah. But I was Rip. like, I was like, this is like, this is cool. But I bet as soon as AMC or Regal like is yeah. like, all right, I had enough of y'all, then it's gonna be wavy, mm-hmm. and now it's wavy. Yeah, yeah, Movie Bag, Movie Bag, <laughs> Movie Bag, Movie Bag. I'm in my Movie Bag. bag. <laughs> um, <laughs> Movie Pass dropped the bag hard. Yeah. yeah, they're like, "Hey, we're running out of money, so we're gonna hike the prices up." And they're like, "Hey, you can't watch any of the movies you want to watch. Yeah. You gotta see what we have available." Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, we're out of money." Yeah, it's <laughs> a wrap. Um, dope. Yeah. Uh, did you see Parasite? Not yet. We're going into the weeds, guys, a little bit. Yeah. Not yet. So fucking good. I know. I bet. I, I know. Like, I, I, I don't mean to ride the hype train, but that was good. His other two movies are really good. Fuck me up. Damn. Yeah, I gotta watch those. Damn. I'm so bad at movies, y'all. I'm gonna be quiet for this We gotta bring you out to the theater more. Yeah. Bring me out to the theater? Yeah, we gotta bring you out to the theater. The the theater. theater. It's the theater, fat. I know. I'm I'm down to go to the theater. I just never go out there. I have a roommate very into movies. Yeah, you do. I mean, I'm so thankful that your roommate has that. So you have, like, exposure. He's forcing me. He's He's forcing me. Like, you walk into their apartment, and they've got a poster of the... Florida, Florida Project, Project. Nice. And, and Lady Bird. Lady Bird. Nice. Dog, I saw Lucas Hedges at the bar the other night. Ooh, what? Yeah, I texted uh, this off. I texted Gina. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> shout out to Gina. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Gina. Oh my god, <laughs> we're here. Yeah, dude. Um, Fuck. oh, oh, Waze was pretty good too. If speaking of Lucas Hedges, man, here. Yep. <laughs> cool. I'm glad you said that because yes, man. Yes. It's so long winded. The soundtrack's annoying. Yes. It's like a very stretched out euphoria. If you've seen euphoria, yes, I love euphoria. Same. Yeah. But no, they're no, like, yeah, really let's get into it. And then it like, was like, not good, not better euphoria. <laughs> as soon as I Am a God came on, I was like, oh, you don't do that. Yeah. Don't blatantly put the lyrics to say he's mad and then have him like break shit. It was weird. You want me to talk shit to Lucas Edges? Because I saw him in the bar, so I could. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell Luke, like, <laughs> yeah, good, we're, we're cool like that now. Good role, like, <laughs> Well, long. I I, I liked I liked yeah. the movie overall. Yeah, like I liked it, but uh, yeah, I, I see. I saw that the same day I saw Honey Boy. Oh, okay. And so that you... was the first movie I saw. Oh, so yeah. Like, yeah. At like eleven a.m. And I was just sitting here like, damn, this is long. <laughs> like, nah, long. Mm. I have a. Can I hit you with a my movie hot take? Yes. I think all movies should be ninety minutes, no more, no less. Ooh, wow. wow. I I can't sit down. I can't sit still for two hours. Mm. It's it's a problem on my part. I know it's me. Talk mm. to Martin Scorsese. Four man, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either. I've watched it in five parts. Oh, I, had, I had to get up a few times and like, it's good. Yeah, it's like it's it's a mob movie about de- dying mobsters, right? Which is cool, but um, yeah, I don't it's know if long. I needed it for that long. Yeah, Scorsese. Well, you know what was supposed to be a movie? Mr. Robot. Mm. Really? And then someone like suggested to Sam Esmail that he'd like break it into pieces. Mm-hmm. And that's great fucking television. <sighs> wow. <sad>. Riveting. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> Big yawn. Cool dude. <laughs> what else? So funny. Fire. I think that now this is the point where we talk about our jazz radio show. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back with more talk with Mike. We're on generally. Spasafa. Uh generally Pasafta Brothers. <laughs> Speaking of the Pasafta brothers, did you see Uncut Gems? I just saw it last night. How you think? How you feel? I fucked with it. Fucked with it? I fucked with it hard. I didn't see I it. love movies that make me feel uncomfortable. Mm. So I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah, the end. I was like, yeah, that's how it's supposed to happen. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. Yeah. But like that kind of like almost got me tight in a sense. Cause like the whole movie I was like this is what's gonna happen, right? And then it, it happened, happens. and mm-hmm. I was just like, "Yeah, what's the point?" That's true. True. You ain't on. We're on break, aren't we? Yeah. No, okay, we're on break. Okay. okay. Good. 
Yo, yo, it's creator K of Show and Tell and the Show and Tell podcast. Just wanted to show a little bit of love to my fellow podcasters and creatives, Anthony and Andre. Y'all are doing a dope job so far from the jump. Only a handful of episodes out so far, and uh, it's, it's already amazing. The sound quality is great. The quality of the content and the conversation is great. The format's great. You guys are great. Um, and yeah, that's basically all I really wanted to say. I wasn't sure if you guys were looking for people to send in questions. Uh, I don't have one off the top of my head right now. So yeah, I was just trying to show love. You guys are doing a great job. It's really nice to see another podcast and platform out there that, that, uh, showcases individuals and other creatives doing beautiful work and yeah, keep it up. Shouts out to you guys. Peace. Shout out to you, creator K. And make sure you check out the Show and Tell podcast, which features an episode with our previous guest, Aura. The specific side with Mike Weir coming up in a sec. And we're back. 2020, the year of the bag. Generally specific. Here we are with Mike Weir. That was as much energy as I can get. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, after the uh, year of the bag, it's got to be like... Yeah, you know, it just got to... That bag's closed. It doesn't make a lot of noise. You know what I mean? (laughs) Whoa, whoa, damn. I'm sorry, dude. I'm out here speaking. That's... Wow. Shit. All right. Hey, All right, Mike, the thanks podcast for coming. Is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming, bro. <laughs> Get your bag. We're out. <laughs> um, so we ask every guest on the show to tell us what they're what inspires them, be yeah. it a person, place, or thing. Get specific. You, yeah, my oh, guy. Ooh, hey, whoa. This is the specific half, guys. Wordplay. This is the specific half. It is that the is specific a thing. half. Yeah. That's a thing. That's yeah. how we're gonna I describe get it, it now. See, I just discovered it live yeah. here. You can buy our new shirt on our merch store. It says the specific half on the back <laughs> and the general half on the front. My guy, we have the merch game on lock. I feel like I pitched three t-shirt episode, uh, like t- three t-shirts per episode. No, it's fine. One of these days, we're gonna make one of them. One, <laughs> just one. Yeah. Just it's gonna one. be. It's gonna be all of the ideas on yeah. one, on shirt. one the shirt. Yeah. No, it's just a every James Gandolfini face I can find. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, dude! I started rewatching The Sopranos yesterday. I gotta do. It. I've never watched from. The you young. really got to. Yeah, that and The Wire. I've only watched season one. He comes out oh. with a powerful look. Season one, episode one. These are things I should watch. <laughs> Getting your directors <laughs> back, bro. Mm. I think David Simon too is like very, very, very. He's a smart dude. My brother's been watching. This is sidebar. My brother's been watching Ugly Delicious. Ooh. Show on Netflix about food, and um, David Simon's on it. Like he's on the episode. White dude. Talking about fried chicken. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, they have you know a, a, food, a culture, a food writer who is black who has more historical context about fried chicken. Yeah, yeah. But like David Simon's, they're like, yeah, America sucks and we <laughs> steal everything, and so fried chicken is just one of those things we stole from black people. Anyway, nice. <laughs> yeah. America. Tell them. <laughs> um, so you sent a pretty dope list. You were at first intimidated, and then we're like, here's everything. Yeah. So um, I thought about it for weeks. Oh, my C? I Months. liked it. I was like, damn, I got to really... I got to really know because like, if I'm going to be talking about anything, like it better be something I know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's And that's the toughest thing. But yeah. we've got a list here. So let's just run down this list real fast. Oof. You jumped right off the bat by saying Kendrick's visuals are your favorite in the game right now. Facts. Uh, can we talk about anyone in specific? Element. Ooh. Ooh. Element's fire. That's an interesting choice. Ooh. I thought I thought you were going to go the DNA route. That's what I thought. I feel like DNA's fire. Yeah. But Element, like, like the camera didn't move like the whole visual and it was still just as like you know yeah you know what Ooh. i'm saying like i was so interested in that that's a you really know? good point yeah yeah like every time i watch it i'm like how did they capture all this energy and not move the camera uh, like, yeah the whole time yeah you know? it was and it was such a bold statement too. Yeah. like announce the album like here here's this crazy visual in this church bye that was for humble Oh, that was from Damn, you're right. Yeah, my yeah, fault, yeah, my yeah. fault, my fault. No, my you're fault. good. You're good. I'm just jumbled all around. See, that's okay. The images speak. You know what? For me, even though he's not in the video, 
the Flying Lotus video. It's fire. Me. Yeah. With the kids in the, in the coffins yeah. and everything. Their videos are always crazy. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Who, always. I forgot who did that too. I don't remember either. Was that Khalil Joseph? No. I'm not sure. Eh, eh, I watched eh. it in film school. Yeah? Yeah. Like my professor put me on to Flying Lotus. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. Let's back up to that, huh? Yeah. yeah. Let's unpack that a little Shout bit. Shout out Rizzuto. <laughs> Shout who, out Rizzuto. Who, when got hired at Five Towns, wasn't even a real film teacher. They were just like, you want a job? And he's like, facts. Hey, that's <laughs> literally how I got hired. He just put us onto all the sauce. That's, that's what so I, cool. That's yeah. what I, oh my God. It's so, that's so gratifying yeah. to hear that like, I'm not just fumbling around at my job. Nah, that's yo, super cool. Yeah, I'm grateful that like, those were my first inklings into the film, you know, industry. Like, like a lot of, fly, like Flying Lotus in particular has like, such, like, the video for Coronas the Terminator, if you mm. get the chance, watch that too. Cause it's just Ah, it's so good. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, but uh, also one I of my favorite songs. Either. It's it's yeah. one of my favorite songs from that album. Anyway, Flying Lotus seems to be like a, a like a linchpin. Yeah, everyone's bringing up Flylo. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Yeah. It's like be it music, be it some sort of visual form, like Flying Lotus seems to be the moment where everyone's like, yo. I think his vision is so well expressed mm-hmm. that it's um, really accessible for anyone to appreciate regardless mm-hmm. of what you make as as an independent person exactly um not related to the list but what did you guys what did you guys think of that uh bop on broadway the baby video did you guys see that that's just fire i thought it was good <laughs> as hell yeah it's good as, it's so good yeah you know what like it's fire i saw it bouncing around on twitter and i'm like what the baby video is this? I was like, the Jabberwockies, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. They popped out. <laughs> and were like, the Jabberwock. Wow. Oh the my Jabberwockies, god. my nigga. Like <laughs> they brought him out of retirement. I feel like, and if anyone's gonna do it too, it's the baby. Yeah. Like, he's just like, I like you guys. Come it was on. Just cinematically, I think it was such a beautiful. Another instance where the camera doesn't move too much. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. not a lot of movement. Yeah. It's just but all those people. The people know? are yeah. so well placed. Yeah, the like, choreography. The choreography is good. Even just when people are just standing there, mm-hmm. like there's like a hierarchy in terms of just like headspace and mm-hmm. like where everyone's bodies end. It and was it was pulled off very well. I totally agree. Who who did that? Real goats, I think, is the production I company. Think so. I think so. Yeah, it's like they're, real. They're like up there. Film real. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool stuff. Um, also, I'm just rewatching the element video. Oh, okay. So let's take a three-minute yeah. silent pause on the pod. Everyone, <laughs> yeah. everyone, go pause it. Watch the Element video. Yeah. Come right back, and we'll give you five seconds of silence. Ready? <laughs> and we're back. Hopefully, you watched all the Element video in five minutes. Five seconds. <laughs> in five seconds. In that pause, I watched the, some dude just snuff some other dude. Yeah. In slow nice. motion, and that was it. Was beautiful. That video. Is so um. Funny. Yeah. You know what it is like with Kendrick. It's it's like Kendrick and was it Day Free and the homies mm-hmm. like him being the homies too like they've just put out like such an intentional body of work too Mm -hmm. and you want to talk about getting your your directorial bag like that like for music videos too i feel like (sighs) intention is so hard like nailing it you know especially in like hip-hop too like hip-hop videos can just be people rapping and that's and that's good enough substance enough yeah yeah but like to make a, a film out of it like or just a body of work. Yeah, yeah. Or this song, you know? I like DNA for that reason, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the switch up. I like that what's-his-face um, Don Cheadle's in it because yeah, yeah. he's the original Kung Fu yeah, exactly, Kenny. Exactly, exactly. Like, they should have had Quinn yeah. in that shit, too. Yeah, that would have wow. been. That would have been. That would have been goat level. We would have been. It's already yeah. goat level, but it would have been. Whose lyric is the Don not Cheadle? Who's that? So, oh, you got me, bro. Oh. I don't know either. This guy, this guy pulls out like random bars, but I don't know where they're from. I just know them. <laughs> His brain's just full of them. Full what was that one we started off with? Um, oh yeah. Oh no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I only remember the Smith and Wesson part. That's yeah. the crazy thing. Oh wait, Peter Piper picked a pack of pickled peppers. I'd pack a Smith and Wesson. Yeah. yeah something so like, like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, on your list as well, you brought up a couple of um, up and coming names too. Um, particularly, I mean, this is not really an up and comer. Like Nabil is the goat. Yes, <laughs> one of the goat. Yes, we'll just leave just it at that. Goat. Um, Matthew Dylan Cohen, I was very pleased to see you put on here. And sorry to kind of like that's okay dive deep for a second, but I only yeah. know him from like two or three videos. Mm-hmm. 
the crew video mm. for Gold Link yeah, and yeah. the Pretty Little Fears video. Ooh, fire. It's, yeah, yeah. And like that one, like you can clearly see, we looked at a piece of it earlier. Like yeah. clearly shot on film. Yeah. Clearly like a Yo. very like it feels very human. Yeah. And, it's not intentional. Yeah. Like like I watch it, I'm like, his his they just feel different. Yeah. You know? He they it feels like he's trying to do something with each one, you know? They stand out to me. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with his work prior prior to this. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I said seen his work. I just I didn't know his name associated with the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it is it is so well thought out. It's like every aspect of this thing has been thought about. And it made me think a lot about intent in filmmaking and all that stuff. And um, I guess I have a question of just like how how do you find it best to implement many small things that you hope to amount? to one big thing like what are some small little things that you might do and feel free if this is a stressful question to just mm-hmm. say hey fuck you um <laughs> like no just to build that level of intent is there anything that you find yourself doing in your work that um is trying to add to the overall i'm sure everything's feeding into that one big picture but mm-hmm. what are some of the nuances that you find yourself going back to Good question. Mm, i'm not i think mm. I don't know if I like go back to anything specifically like oh, whenever I'm trying to come up with an idea, yeah. but I do know like I try to like think about like what fun, what do I think is fun? Cool. Like even if the song isn't like fun right. per se, like what would be fun to do, you know? Okay. And yeah. like if, if it's fun for me, then that can be like my intent. Like this would be fun for me to do. Gotcha. And then I could just morph it around whatever we're trying to do. Okay. Yeah, kind of adapt your vision into someone else's or vice versa kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Creating a vision is so weird. It is weird. Like, I mean, for all three of us, like, you for your photography and even your your budding video skills too, like, figuring out what your vision is and then, like, from a shooter's perspective, like, it's so, it's such a weird thing. Yeah. Like, how do you? It is a weird thing. Put your thumbprint on this thing. A lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're recording at four. Nope, five fifteen. Oh. Uh, almost there. We missed. We missed, the, missed everyone's missed favorite the time of the day. Yeah, four twenty. We missed the boat. Uh, oh man. But. What was it? Oh man, I threw myself off. In, in, after I talk about weed, I, I, I forget what I was gonna oh, say. It's a new show, guys. All right, <laughs> there, there was one fun. You know, speaking of fun, um, girls just want to have it. Cindy Lauper, mm. banger. Right, yeah, um, that baseline goes. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite videos that you guys have done recently, you guys being pro love, uh, was Coach Wave. The, the that Coach Wave video, you know, like yeah. I was like last year. Even even like a shot for for shots that don't move too much, like there's something about the way you framed them and the energy in them that was super alluring. Like, and I guess this kind of bounces back to to talking about element, like yeah, bringing energy to things that seem still. Yeah, it's it's a very particular thing. Like obviously, like slow motion does help, especially with with something like element. Like these images are so specific. Like yeah a crowd of black people on a beach like that speaks volumes onto itself mm-hmm. one dude snuffing some other dude yeah police standing you know not too far from a car like you these all are like very intentional yeah. images and even in in that video too like shooting wave through the water having his shadow come through yeah, on that yeah. shot like I, it's one of my favorites from that shot i was like wow <laughs> We got That's, kicked out of that place. Yeah? Yeah, some guy with a trust, like, you can't fucking be here. He was screaming, like, and he was following us, too, like, after we left. Oh. Like, it was wild. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Got it, the shot, though. Facts. You did get the shot. <laughs> it was funny, because I was like, we're done. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're leaving already. I've been like, here for three fucking hours. Yeah. Kevin. I've been here for, like, five hours, bro. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> now you're, you're late. coming? Yeah. yeah. Late to the party. <laughs> some other names on this list, as well. I was pleased to see Rena Yang on there she's just she's the illest so she's my favorite new dp yeah yeah you know what a lot of i mean it's always gonna be like a point of conversation now but like a lot of very 
very strong female DPs out right now. For sure. And um, Rena is, is one of what's them. What's her name? Just one. What is her name? I know who you're talking about, and what I'm drawing a blank, too. She's directing a movie. She's recently. directing a movie now. She shoots The Handmaid's Tale, right? She shot. Did she shoot Handmaid's Tale? I'm not sure if she did. I know she did. She worked with Ryan Coogler. Like, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. I know you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, my God. What what's her, her name? name? I'm so sorry that I can't remember your name right now. Uh, I follow her on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Bit, yeah. Damn. Hold on, guys. We're Something doing. Something with an R, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. This is a deliberate cut because we use a good chunk of time to figure out who we were thinking of. So we're all going to Google this, and you guys are going to have to stay. Rachel Morrison. That's it. it. Shout out to Rachel fucking Morrison. <laughs> she definitely works on Handmaid's Tale. I'm almost convinced. She might direct in some capacity. All right, calm down. It was Reed Morano. Reed Morano has worked on Handmaid's Tale in a directorial capacity. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> the spice comes in. This fucking this is my podcast. Yeah. It's me podcast. Andre just flipped the table. Yeah. You know what? You can't Keep hear it that. on mic, but Andre's shirt is off right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I'll write it. We'll confirm. do it live. <laughs> confirm. I, I confirm all this information to be true. <laughs> Andre left the room. Big triggered. Oh yeah. no, this is just Andre's voice now. Yeah, I'm omnipresent. I'm like God. <laughs> you can't get rid of me. Stop trying to be God. So buy our new T-shirt. I'm God. You can't get rid of me <laughs> on our store. <laughs> Stop trying to be God. Um. And then another big name you had on this list as well is uh, Kanye West. Kanye West. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was indeed one of those kind of moments where this dude's like, I'm not... like, You know what? It was one of those things where like the concept is not great or like the story doesn't hold up, Mm. but the visuals... Yeah. Yeah, As a film, as a a filmmaker now, I'm like, this is actually trash. Yeah, it's it's literally just a bunch of like visual <laughs> splishwash. Like now but. I'm like, this is actually like really bad. But <laughs> as a person in tenth grade, yeah, yeah, I'm like, was, whoa, this yeah. is crazy. Like they're like, if we're gonna speak visually, like that. Yeah, visually, vi- the whole film, forty, forty-two minutes, forty-eight minutes, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it was, very visually stunning. Like Runaway is a monster on its own. But uh, yeah, that story is just fucking no uh, story garbage. Cool. Phoenix garbage. flies into the sun. Garbage. Like, what are you wanting? What are you doing? Here, garbage. Dude? Like I see what you're trying to do, right? But also, he came out with another film. Oh, Jesus is King or Jesus is Born? I haven't seen it. I, don't know, like, I heard it was eh, for like the yeah, the ticket what price too. Yeah, yeah, like they were charging like twenty bucks. Oh, that's not that's doable. I would I would pay twenty dollars just to you know. I watch it online for free. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's one of those people we don't need to support. Like that. No, yeah, he's you got, can pass the link on Kanye. Yeah. West. <laughs> I'll pass but, the aux yo, on Kanye West at this point. Funny. Yeah, and then of course there's Spike Lee on this list as well. You know, just yeah, like one of the go, just yeah. like do the right thing. Yeah, Oof. Uh, which I didn't see until film school. Also, yeah, fair. Like yeah. I was super late to that as well. My dad has a poster, the, the movie poster in mm-hmm. the house. And for the longest time, I was just like, I still have to see that. Mm-hmm. That and Shaft. I haven't seen the original Shaft. Too. I haven't seen Shaft. Oh, man. I've seen the Samuel Jackson one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's still fun, but I haven't seen the OG Shaft. Uh, the newest one you're talking about. No, 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 no. There was one they did. Uh, the yeah. Seal one? Yeah, I think. I No, I know what you're talking. I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one where they sing Kiss from a Rose 30 times yes, in a row? Yes. Okay, yes, good, yes, good, good, good. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the first one they did with Samuel Jackson was good. Mm-hmm. And then this, this most recent one I haven't seen. Yeah. Mm. I haven't seen either. But, yeah. I mean, Spike. Spike, Spike. Spike Lee, yo. Yeah. He uses his power to create change. That's yeah. great. Super admirable. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, speaking of like, you know, all these favorites and stuff like that, do you find yourself looking for anything in particular that makes you a fan of someone? Like, what what, what could someone do that you're like, ooh, okay, I like your use of this? Are there any like techniques that you're a fan on that you pick up on in other people's work? Especially this list, too, because I feel like Matthew Dylan <laughs> Cohen and... Uh, it's Matthew or Michael? Matthew. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Matthew Dylan Cohen and like, um, um, uh, like the Kendrick video. So Dave and the homies. Like, yeah. I feel like they all exist in the same family, especially yeah. like Rena's too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they feel similar. Yeah, like I think, I think that, you know, they really understand who they are 
as a person or at Ooh. least as an artist they really understand like what their intention is for creating and uh yeah what else i think the way they go about it um they just go about it for me different or uh they just go about it <clears throat> they go about it uh they go about it differently than uh, other people i think i like that and I, and I like what you said about um your your favorite filmmakers being secure in themselves and being secure in how they want to yeah, portray themselves exactly artistically exactly um and I, I think that is a powerful thing and it's it's honestly been a through line to maybe everyone that we've talked to so far is it, just someone that like they're specific yeah you know whoa hey, bringing it back hey. <laughs> so so i guess does that does that go into what you have to do this year to help you develop your bag like do you yeah have to... for sure i'm trying to like figure out like what's my thing yeah you know all right right yeah 2020 you're the bag i'll yeah. say it again you're the bag we're all getting the bag yeah 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 like i when you had so you're you're now kind of jumping into to writing and putting yourself in the director seat that way in the writer director seat which is a whole different thing it's too a whole different place. um is that harder then? Is that does that make the process harder figuring out who you are? To put it on paper and have to look at it and be like, This is me now. As opposed to being like, Oh, this is a book I really like. I'm gonna I adapt. I think it makes it easier. Yeah? Yeah. Cause like now that I'm doing that, uh, I just like understand like when I'm writing, like I see the images in my head like while I'm doing it. Cool. So I like understand like what kind of shots I like. Um, I just understand I, I get a better understanding of what I like. That's you know? cool. Yeah. So, I imagine when you're like building something from the ground up too, you have this vision that yeah. is in your head that just makes sense for you to like almost translate entirely into exactly. Like I think like you have to create for yourself, so it makes it easier to like create with others. I agree with that, and yeah. I think that there's also like a level of vulnerability that you have to overcome. Yeah, and maybe like for me, at least in my own work, it's been like I didn't start noticing any real attachment to my work until I, until I started putting out things that meant a lot to me. Exactly. And a lot, like something that I would care if people saw, exactly, you know, exactly, like, exactly. If, yeah. if I'm, if I'm making this work and it's, it's doesn't really mean anything, I'm sure have it, whatever. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Do, but, but, but if I'm out, you know, doing something that says something about me, that's going to be telling about me as a person, mm -hmm. but me expressing that through something I wanted to capture. Yeah that's more powerful and i think that that's where like growing into being a working professional in any of these fields yeah starts to happen is when you can put yourself and your vulnerabilities and your insecurities into the work that you're putting out absolutely and i think yeah like i think that's what all these like artists i like have yeah you know like i i'm like that's kendrick that's rena yang like they stand out like i'm like that's Matthew dylan cohen like i can I, I can see it. Yeah. I can hear it. I can feel it. Yeah. You, know? you like that, like the def definitive style. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I love that. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Do you think you'll, you'll find yourself in a position where you'll be wearing a lot of hats then? Like writer director is already. I like, took that way literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my New York cap, my Philly cap. Yeah. On my way here, I tried on mad of my different hats. Yeah. <laughs> I just decided to come here with none. That, that's that's so like, I, I just don't want anything to define anything right now. <laughs> um, but like writing, directing is such like a specific thing, a tricky mm -hmm. thing in itself. Do you think you'll also be shooting as well? Probably. Because it seems like probably it seems like all include or like, kind of goes back to that point of like you yeah. might have to do everything at one point before you can before I can let anyone else do it. Yeah. Like even even like even like i'll have like i have homies who like shoot and like help me shoot like sometimes i'll just let them shoot it but like even though they know where i'm coming from and like i've been with them like the whole time like sometimes it's just like they can't capture it the way right i want it to be captured you know it's mm -hmm. weird it's actually very weird and, and i think it's harder coming from a shooter's perspective yeah. too because like I think directors see directors do a lot of things, but directors obviously see in pictures, but they also have to set the tone for everything. Yeah. So like, you know, if you're if you're a director who's 
known for working with like actors and setting tones that way and getting performances, then you just trust, trust the DP to like, this is what I kind of want. And this is the mood I need. Help me out. Mm-hmm. And then the DP can piece it together and be like, all right, let me just frame it this way because yeah. this says this about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to someone who's like, I know this is how it should go because that's what the scene looks like. This is what, the, you know, I'll deal with the performers in a second, but I know like this is the way I need it to translate. Yeah. And then just like dishing that off to somebody. Exactly. It's a hard relationship it's hard. To, to have. Definitely hard. And yeah. I like, I, I find that for me, like it has to look the way I want it to look before I can figure out what's supposed to happen in it. Okay. You know, Ooh, okay. Like, the setting cool. has to be like correct first for me. Mm, that's usually. interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's a really interesting point. So like like building 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 a world first before Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's yeah, yeah. 100%. That's exactly. That's heady. That's it. That's the exact, yeah. Yeah. It's and like especially in in putting yourself in the in the writing I was going to say driver's seat and writing hat at the same time. <laughs> especially being a writer too. Um wow. I threw myself for a fucking loop and forgot what I was going to say, but like, I feel like you would have said something along the lines of like, you're building that world. Yeah. Practicing building worlds. Yeah. Like coming from a writer space, you can build a world one way and then having to visualize that world is another thing in and of itself too. I think it's just, it's a big challenge because like, and especially to when you get to the point where you're like, I've written this thing. I know how it's supposed to be. And then production, like troubles get in your way. You're like, yeah, I need this library at this time, <laughs> at this moment. And they're like, yeah, no, fuck you. You can't shoot here ever. You have, right? an, you have an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. C- come between the hours of uh, 5.30 and 5.45. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Whatever you want between those two. Parts. Yeah, for those two two minutes and you're good to go. Right, right. Well, yeah. yeah. I think 2020 is going to be interesting just because sure. moving with that intention is is fun but tough. Yeah. Um, and the, the people you chose clearly have done the tough stuff and have gotten to the point where they can have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So good luck to That's you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Trying to yeah, fun, good man. luck with everything. Thank you. Yeah. Good luck to y'all. Oh, thank you. Yeah. This is, <clears throat> you know, this we're, is super cool. Thanks. We're just, you know, just trying to, you know, this episode I think has been really interesting because we're just talking through a lot of what I imagine a lot of people in our industry feel like, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, Having that open and honest conversation about it is it's yeah. a good thing to have. Yeah. You know? um, so uh, you want to start reeling this thing in? Yeah, yeah. Um, Cosme, you like to ask people what they're plugging. I do. I like to. Well, plugging. I, not yeah. so much plugging. Yeah. I want. I want to know like something you're into recently. Could be anything. Doesn't have to be anything related to what we talked about. Just like something that you think other people should know about. Hmm. Your work with Dean Spencer. Hell yeah! Watch my music videos. Yeah, yeah. I'll be dropping a lot of those this year. Bang! But other than that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Other than that, uh... it could be like a song. It could be like just anything you've been feeling recently. A photo. <clears throat> that soup you had last night. Hmm. Um. Hmm. I could I could start it off. I, I don't I'm running low on these, but uh hey. there's <laughs> always inspiration. Yeah, no no no. I've been um really into Shits Creek. Okay. The T V show. Yeah, huh. yeah. And they just put out the new or they're starting to put out the new season, the pop original whatever. I forget where it's coming out and I haven't watched the new season yet. But mm. Shits Creek's an excellent show with a lot of great writers that worked on it, like Guy Branham mm. was big in it. Karen Kilgareth, I think, wrote a mm. lot of stuff for it and I forget some of the other writers but those are the two people I know that are really uh, wrapped up in it yeah. and it's a beautifully written show it's a really good sitcom it's funny um, yeah it's really good yeah I've heard good things and they I think the whole cast got like nominated for something recently too might have been a golden so too. it's cool too like it's Eugene Levy um, that dude with like the real good eyebrows alright you know him if you see those eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, 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 and yeah. his son in the show is his real son, who's oh, wow. also a filmmaker, Daniel Levy. Nice. Or an nice. uh, actor, filmmaker yeah. guy. Really cool. Um, I guess taking the baton, um, kind of touching everything that we've kind of touched on in the creative sense. Um, Steven Soderbergh. Um, like, I mean, if you haven't seen any of his things, like, go see them. But recently he... Uh, shot a 
movie by the name of High Flying Bird. Okay. It's on Netflix. It's it's funny. It's about the the NBA lockout. Okay. But it plays like it plays like a stage play almost. That and the fact that he shot it all on an iPhone. What is it called? A uh, High Flying Bird. High Flying Bird. It's got Andre Holland, Zazie Beetz. Um, I think I I seen that. Yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. that. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Steve is shot just, on iPhone. Yeah, it didn't even look like it. Yeah, that's crazy. It's just uh, the way he moves with it. Like Steve's one of those people who's like he's a, kind of a triple threat in in his own right too, mm-hmm. like writer, uh, director, shooter. Yeah, right. Um, also like one of my favorite seasons of television is the first season of The Nick. If you've ever seen it, I haven't seen I it. I think it was on FX as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's about this hospital that loses one of its like like major primary doctors or, or surgeons mm-hmm. and uh the what the head guy has to hire someone and hires this this black surgeon and this is like 1901 or 1904 or 5 or something so like mm-hmm. racism so right, right, and it's right. Andre Holland too as well um so and Andre Holland's great and everything so go watch the first season of the Nick and go watch High Flying Bird after those two examples, <laughs> <laughs> which were both shows, true, yeah. it made me start thinking of shows I'm watching. Um, I started thinking about anime because that's really like cool. Okay, what yeah. I be watching every week? Yeah. Like, what, what are you watching then? because uh, I know Miles will geek out right now. <laughs> I want to meet that guy. Miles, you've never met Miles? I've never met him. Oh, oh you gotta yeah, Miles. yeah, you, know you gotta me? meet Miles. I think he's mad cool though. Like, he is. Shout he out is, to him. He is a guy. Yeah, shout out to Miles. It's the homie. He is the homie. Shout um, out to AM Podcast. Whoop. Yeah, yeah, facts. Whoop. Big up yourself. Yeah. Um, what's that one show? Uh it's like a bunch of kids. They like have to beat the adults or something like that. It's like uh let me look it up. Mm. Have you seen Promare? No. It is a what film. Is it's a film that came out not too long ago. Um, by the same studio that does Kill the Kill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like super visually arresting. So a very good, uh, anime movie. Mm-hmm. If that's not a word, but I don't know if the anime th- film. Yeah. Film. Yeah. yeah. Studio and Ghibli. Then, you're right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, shout yeah, out yeah. Studio Ghibli, but, um, Dra- Dragon Ball Super Broly, the movie also fire hundred percent fire. So fire. <laughs> I was like, yo, I was like, I didn't is... think Dragon Ball could still be cool. And now <laughs> that movie was outrageously good. All right. I got my queue up. Nice. I'm almost there. Oh, Food Wars? Food Wars, so good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have to watch Food Wars. Miles is... Oh, Food Wars, so good. Spoken highly of Food Wars. So good. He's, Where is this show? He's, he's watching a basketball one and a volleyball. Um, um, I know exactly what ones Hi-Q. those are, but I haven't, I haven't watched them myself. Uh, yeah, Haikyuu. I, I can't pronounce it, but I'm, I'm botching it, but whatever. Go ahead. The Promise Neverland. <laughs> Ooh, okay. okay. The Promise Neverland. Yeah, yeah. It's about like these kids. They're like, they're in like an orphanage, and um, they think like everything's all cool. Oh, cool. We're in foster care. Da, 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 da. And then like uh, on certain, I think at a certain age, I think it's like twelve. Like they they miraculously get parents or whatever. Oh, oh, oh shit. Okay. They're um they're uh they're adopted or whatever, hmm. and then it just gets crazy. Well, like they're actually like on a farm. Oh, they're the product. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, and, and they got to figure out how to get the fuck out of there. She's crazy. That sounds insane. It's insane. Uh, one more thing I want to plug too. Um, if, especially if you're interested in like animated movies and trying mm-hmm. to bridge that gap between like, how do you take that one, one clear director who I haven't had the pleasure of seeing a lot of his work, but, uh, Hitoshi Khan. Hitoshi Khan. Um, he did Paprika, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and a couple other ones. But like, it's a film that a lot of filmmakers have pulled visuals from. Ooh. I know Nolan has, I think, clearly like referenced a lot of his work. Yeah, so yeah. Um, if you ever get the chance, and I think yeah. I, have, I have to have like a video essay floating around of, of his work. So yeah, I'll, yeah, definitely send that I'll to send me. Send that your Because like, too. I'm definitely super interested in trying to bring anime to uh to films yeah somehow Ooh. like realistically you yeah. know like like kung fu movies and shit yeah. like, we're gonna have to come back for part age? two we're gonna have to talk about yeah. that that's yeah. really interesting yeah. I'm, I'm with this shit so yeah like, I'm, I'm that's what i'd be thinking about like that's my main thing right now like how do i make an anime fire now movie scott pilgrim versus the world he, yeah like that's the a good example yeah, that's a very good thing. example yeah, yeah. 
All right. Um, we'll wrap this thing up. Thank you for tuning in. This has been generally specific. Um, Mike Weir, thank you for coming on again. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, on Instagram at Mike Weir with two eyes and Mike M I I K E W E I R. Um, also follow Pro Love Visuals on Instagram. Thanks. Spelled like it is P R O L O V E V I S U A L S. Is there anything you want to let the good people know about? Um, use less plastic. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, Andre Dowdy, you can find him on Instagram at No Doubt. N-O-D-O-U-G-H-T Never a Doubt on Twitter Uh, Same spelling for doubt If you like me You can follow me on Instagram At Anthony Cosme A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-C-O-S-M-E Don't follow me on Twitter Um, Yeah uh, Generally specific pod on Instagram So follow us For all that sweet sweet content And uh, introduce, introduce yourself To someone new today Okay, bye. <laughs> Generally Specific is produced by me, Andre Dowdy, and Anthony Cosme. Recorded at the Wave Cave Studio in Bushwick. That is Brooklyn, New York. Our music on the show comes from nothing new. Shout out to the homie. And shout out to our guest, Mike Weir. If you haven't, drop us a voice note on Anchor. We would love to hear your voice on the podcast. Shout out to Creator K of the Show and Tell podcast for dropping a voice note for this episode. Use less plastic. Introduce yourself to someone new. We'll see you in a week. Peace. Peace.